You're listening to The Outfield with Eddie Robinson on Sirius XM OutCue. Congratulations on your run at being America's next cover model for men's health. I mean, are you, are you glad it's over? You know, you've been married to your wife for about three years, and she's probably glad it's over. You know, what's the state of emotion right now with the Dowlings? How do you feel? What's going on? Well, first of all, thank you very much. And, uh, you know, I feel, I feel really, really grateful and privileged to have given this opportunity. And, of course, do I think that uh, mainstream media needs a transgender male front and center on, on a magazine? Yes, I definitely think that's something that needs to happen. And I'll continue to, um, you know, try to make that happen for anybody who is trying to get some visibility out there. But overall... Um, I'm just really excited. I mean, um, it, it was a definitely a roller coaster for about six months. I mean, the contest was a long contest from entering, you know, back in April until the announcement in early October. It was pretty intense. So it, it is nice to be back home and uh, a little bit, little calm down more. I can uh, put focus back into my uh, my transgender clothing company and mm-hmm. um, just kind of have a moment to uh, take a nice deep breath. <laughs> yeah. 0.5 CC, folks. That's the um, online made-to-order clothing company. Um, we'll talk more about that later in the segment because I want to definitely get some insight on, on that front. But, you know, I'm going to be honest, Aiden, and I hope you are too, because I was kind of taken back out of the whole ordeal. I thought originally that the man who'd received the most votes – would be considered the cover model. I didn't know, or I guess I didn't hear, or perhaps I had select hearing, selective hearing, or didn't read between the lines that a panel of editors or other people affiliated with the magazine would ultimately decide the winner. I mean, was that a minor detail known at the beginning of the contest? Yes. So the original, in, in the contest rules, it does say that the person who receives the most amount of votes would be considered the quote-unquote reader's choice. And they, oh. that whoever won that top spot, it automatically kind of advanced them into the top ten. It was kind of like um, the judges get to pick nine guys, and then the readers get to pick their votes. But it didn't necessarily guarantee me into the top five or an overall win. But the importance of having such a high number was to draw the attention to men's health that, hey, there's 72,000 people who, who actually took the time to go vote um, who want to see a trans man on the cover of men's health. So that's why it was so important to have that number so high. But unfortunately, it didn't absolutely guarantee a spot on the cover. It just guaranteed a spot in the top 10. I'm so glad you made that clarification because, you know, here I am and Plus, perhaps even another person or two was like, you know, the more votes, the more votes he can win. He can win. He win. The more votes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, you know, you were, again, you were the reader's choice, quote unquote, mm-hmm. which is awesome, which is fantastic. But in, w- w- when you're taking the moment, when in, in, your, in your heart of hearts, Aiden, and, and be candid, the door is closed. The lights are off. You're, you are alone with your own thoughts. What surprised mm-hmm. you the most as it related to this contest? What surprised me the most? Um, you know, honestly, when I first heard um, that I did not get the official cover and um, 
I, I did have a moment of feeling defeated. You know, that first moment when, when you give 120% and you still lose, you know, yeah. that was kind of the first, the first feeling was like, wow, you know, like I, I really tried really hard. I really gave it my all, but, but I, yeah. I didn't win. And they always say, you know, if you give it all, you give it all, you, you'll get there, you know? And it was like, wow, like, you know, I, I, I didn't do it. That was definitely my first initial thought. And then my second thought was a slight disappointment, you know, just for the community, for the fact that, you know, we had gathered, we had rallied together so hard and, you know, the message that this could be putting out to other trans people that like, Hey, it doesn't matter if everyone supports you. We're still not putting you on the cover. You know, I mean, it can be, you know, I had disappointment for the community. I've been trying to show visibility and support this community for the last, you know, five, six years of my life since I started transitioning. And, and it was, you know, it was, there was definitely a sadness and a disappointment in my heart, but I just tried to, to focus on the fact that, Hey, there is, on the special edition, I'm on the cover, so that's awesome. But no matter what, there's like 16 million um, subscriptions in the U.S. to men's health. So, I mean, it doesn't, even though I didn't get the cover, there's still two pages in a men's health magazine that says trans men are real men. And I, and I just keep trying to focus on that. I keep trying to bring it back to that, that there's still people who are going to be reading this and their minds are going to be opened. Like you said earlier in the introduction, there's conversations that have been had that have never been had before. And I mean, that is how we start. That is how we start. So there was definitely a feeling of disappointment for the community, just, just for, you know, giving it your all and, and not quite making it. But at the same time, I really feel like it's like, I really feel like a winner, even though I didn't win, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, I just keep trying to take that take that home and, and bring that message to everybody who, who also is disappointed. We're speaking with Aiden Dowling, folks, vlogger, top five finalist of the Ultimate Guy Men's Health Magazine cover contest. He's also the founder of an online made-to-order clothing camp, uh, company called Point Five cc um, and he's also married to a wonderful wife, Jenna Lee. Yes. I would imagine she's wonderful. Um, but they're, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're living out in the hometown of Eugene, Oregon. And we're just so grateful, Aiden. I mean, here you are. You're on Ellen. You're making all kinds of uh, inroads with regards to the community in and of itself, just raising awareness and just doing the damn thing. And we really appreciate that. Um, and I want to ask you this. And once again, alone with your own thoughts, be as candid as you <laughs> possibly can. You're someone that really inspires those inspires those who transition from female to male you know with the exception of Chaz Bono why are there so few FTM transformative role models uh, do you ever find yourself you know thinking you know what the hell is going on from that standpoint I mean look Laverne Cox you know and those you know other famous you know transgender celebrities are women they look beautiful they're gorgeous um, but when you think of FTM, Chaz Bono, I mean, and, and, and it's like, where are, you know, significant role models? And, you know, why do you think that we've not seen a transgender male out in the forefront these days? 
Yeah, you know, it is it is a little, um, you know, disappointing that there aren't more transgender men in, in the spotlight right now. And that, you know, when I was coming into my transformation about, you know, five, six years ago, there was nobody. There was no Laverne Cox and there was no Chas Bono. There was no Janet Ma, Caitlyn Jenner, nobody. So the fact that we have Laverne Cox and all these other people, it's really amazing. And I think, you know, there's not enough representation on both sides, honestly, even with the trans women. But there's definitely, definitely more of a lack of representation for trans men. And I feel like that is going to be changing. I feel like there's a lot of trans men that I speak to regularly on the daily who want to have their voices be heard, who have companies who have programs that are helping trans men out there and they want these things to be shared and i think that you know these kind of opportunities interviews with you as well as being in magazines or doing um you know modeling or shows and stuff like that speaking at colleges i mean that's where we encourage or at least i try to encourage other trans men to come out or to you know start volunteering to, to make their voices be heard because you know if we want representation we need to start representing ourselves and it, you know it is a point and I'm not sure if it's necessarily any you know I don't know if it's the fact that the media just hasn't brought any trans men on or it's the fact that trans men are just um, a little less likely to get into the spotlight um, I'm, you know I, I couldn't I couldn't exactly put a pinpoint on why there's not a trans male representation or more of trans male representation in the media. But I can say that there's definitely not enough transgender overall, the entire umbrella um, representation in the media, for sure. We're talking with Aiden Dowling, folks. Uh, and I wanted to ask you this question. We had a transgender woman by the name of Amelia Gappen on the show earlier this month. Uh, well, actually in October. This is now November. Around the time they were about to announce on the Today Show the results from your Men's Health Magazine mm. cover contest, uh, Amelia is one of eight finalists out of 3,000 applicants to be on the cover of Women's Running Magazine. And she came mm. on our show and wanted to raise awareness about the fact that, you know, here, you know, a, 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 the, the, the struggle of transgender males or transgender females never ends. And although she was very appreciative of all the media intention and all the buzz surrounding Caitlyn Jenner, she does realize how much bigotry and hatred that gets ramped up as a result of this kind of spotlight. She was very critical with Jenner in the sense that, you know, she has all these resources and perhaps financial influence. You know, she's talking, you know, she makes talks at gay centers in California and whatnot, and that's really been it. I haven't really followed uh, Caitlyn, but this is coming from uh, Amelia. And, you know, mm -hmm. she's basically like, you know, she hasn't been doing that much outreach, especially for the African-American trans community. So I'm curious, mm -hmm. how do you view Caitlyn Jenner? Was she ever serving as a catalyst for you to pursue this competition with men's health or not? Um, I would definitely say uh, no, just because I've been doing this activism work for before Caitlyn Jenner was even uh, yeah. even rumored. Um, but. I think I think it's hard because I think every trans person has a struggle, um, whether or not you have millions in the bank or nothing in the bank. Um, and I think that, like, what Caitlyn Jenner, it, it's got to be a lot of pressure to transition in the spotlight so heavily like that, especially when you're in a family where looks are very highly in, in a high regard. I mean, that is, you know, we're talking about the Kardashians. You know, they like to look good, which is fine, but it puts a lot of pressure on those people in the family, I believe. And so, you know, 
Caitlin has a lot of pressure right now, and I feel like, you know, I do watch I Am Kate. I have not watched every episode, but I've watched a couple, and, and I can see her trying to learn what it is to be transgender. I mean, I think that, God forbid, if I ever had a camera on me the first year I came out, when I first started transitioning and taking hormones and stuff, I mean, I don't know if I would agree with everything that I had said then because you're really just discovering yourself. You know what I mean? You really are. And so there's a lot of pressure for her to do so much when she doesn't even really know the basic foundation of the LGBT community. I mean, you know, I came from being a lesbian to being a transgender man. My whole life was spent in this community. Caitlyn Jenner has spent one year max in the LGBT community. So I don't even know if I would want her to be doing all these speaking events because I don't know if she's actually educated enough to be doing things like that and to be speaking on behalf of such a large community because we're a very large community. So, you know, I try to give Caitlyn Jenner the benefit of the doubt. I don't know her on a personal level. I only see what the media gives me. And being someone who recently had a lot of touch with the media. That doesn't always mean that you know the person just because you read about them in a magazine. Um, but I do think that there is something to be said there. I do think that, um, you know, Caitlin has a great opportunity in the future to really, really shift some things. And I feel like, um, you know, I would love to give her that opportunity. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I do think that, you know, unfortunately for her, she is going to be held up to having a lot of responsibility and and I and I just I really hope that she will live up to that but you know what the other thing is is that there are so many people in this community doing amazing things that if Caitlyn Jenner is not the one to come and save us all you know what there's going to be someone else and I, I would never I would never put that all on one person it's going to be a group of people who come together and really make big changes I mean just like we saw in the LGBT community it wasn't just Harvey Milk who changed everything. It was a group of people who put, you know, they're all in, and they all had a small part in making a big change. So, so you know, I hope that Caitlin will, and I think that she's trying to um, in her own way, I hope that she will continue to try to make her change in the way that she can. And that's so fascinating because remember in that Diane Sawyer interview, she mentioned that she wasn't gay. She's, it was yeah. her exact words. I'm not a lesbian. I'm a heterosexual. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's somewhat of a concern right then and there. What would you ask Caitlin if you had her cell phone right now and you could <laughs> kiki with Caitlin Jenner? What would you ask her? Oh, man. That's a, that's a question, right? There's so many. Um, I think I would ask her, like, what what would be her her message that she would want people to know about? Like, what what's her one-liner? What's her one message that she's trying to get out there? And how is she yeah. going to have that message be heard? So I feel like that's yeah. one of the key things is just is, is picking a message and, and shouting it from the rooftops because it's going to take your whole life shouting it for people to hear. So I think that she needs to, you know, like, I would want to know, like, what is that message? What are you trying to, to portray to people and how to live their life for the better? We're talking with 28-year-old finalist in the Men's Health Magazine cover, Aiden Dowling. Before we let you go, let's talk 0.5cc. 
you know, you yeah. founded Beefheads Fitness. It's a YouTube channel geared toward transgender individuals who basically want to get fit, want to get healthy. Mm-hmm. You talk to us about that, as well as your online made-to-order clothing company, Point Five CC. How's that doing? Yeah, Point Five CC is doing great. Um, this is an awesome month for Point Five CC because we have uh, a few donation programs, and one of our biggest ones is our annual surgery fund, and that's open to anybody who identifies as transgender and is looking for um, help in aid financially in um, getting a, a surgery that will help them feel more connected to their body. So anybody who identifies transgender is open to that. The whole month of November is when we accept applications. So you can go to P-O-I-N-C, the number five, the letter C-C dot com, and you can um, click the surgery fund, and you can go ahead and apply right there. And right now, last year our surgery fund was um, $1,295, and this year it's doubled. It's $3,200 right now, and we're still accepting donations as well as November is also a fun month because right when I get off the phone with you, I'm going to be shaving my beard off and starting No Shave November. And uh, because No Shave November is is, uh, kind of for men's prostate cancer awareness and stuff, 0.5 CC is putting a little spin on it, and we did this last year also, and I think it's going to be an annual thing. But instead, we're taking pledges to donate to our surgery fund because although I identify as a male, I am a transgender male and I don't have a prostate so why not find a fun way to get back to my own community um, and, and bring us up? So that's kind of what's going on this month at 0.5cc, as well as all of our awesome clothing and other binder and breast form donations. And as you mentioned earlier, Beefheads Fitness is a, uh, is a collaboration YouTube channel I started, oh, man, four-ish years ago. And it was, I just wanted to get fit, and I couldn't find anybody to relate to because nobody who's transgender um, or gender nonconforming was working out and trying to achieve a body shape that wasn't necessarily what they were born with. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to start my own thing. This is, you know, I, I, it, if no one else is doing it, well, then I'm going to do it. So I just did it, and, and it really took off. A lot of people love it. Um, we have all different kinds of body types on the channel. We have all different kinds of people um, identifying in the transgender spectrum as well as People are trying to accomplish different things as far as maybe they're a runner or a wrestler or they're trying to lose weight or they're trying to gain weight. Um, and they're all in different parts of their journey, too. Some people are pre-hormones. Some people are post-surgery. Um, and it's, it's really inspiring to see and, and have a community to talk to about changing your body for the better and getting healthy. Don't, don't, don't miss the, the outfield. outfield. Sundays, 11 a.m. East, 8 West on Sirius XM LQ.